Hi, my name is Yvette Rose, author and founder of Metaphysical Anatomy, which is a book of 679 medical ailments that holds the key and messages of where we store and hold hidden messages throughout the body that we all share globally. And welcome to today's topic, which is root causes of anger in women. This is a very interesting topic for me because I'm also a woman. So this one, I had to really dive deep and also look at some blind spots that I had myself. And when I really sat with this concept and also actually being someone that struggled with a lot of anger and I mean very strong, intense anger, I realized and I've come to learn how anger defined my personality how anger defined my sense of femininity, or at least what my definition of that was. I'm not saying the classical definition of what women should be like, because I quite frankly couldn't care less, because I have my own definition, right? So ultimately, you have the definition that makes you feel the most comfortable. And so I was sitting here and I was thinking, wow, you know, anger has really truly served me in my life. It helped me or at least it gave me the illusion of that I'm creating things, I'm achieving things, people are listening to me, people are respecting me. But what I didn't realize was the psychological, physical, and spiritual impact that it had on me and my life as well. Especially my relationship with myself. You see, the more I dived into anger and the more I used it and accessed it, the more I became addicted to it. I use anger so that I can achieve my goals, so that I can you know, project um, what, what the kind of respect that I wanted to have from people and to be heard, to be listened to. And anger became my driving force. And what was almost sad and, and, and funny at the same time is that all that I wanted was to be happy. I, just, I was searching for my happiness. But the state of mind that I was in was the opposite of happiness. You're literally counterbalancing the very thing that it is that you want. You're canceling it out. Because the more anger you feel, the more anger you invest in, consciously and subconsciously, the more you align yourself with people and circumstances that's going to match that in your future. You're constantly predicting your future and laying it out in the present moment with every action and step that you take and every thought and feeling that you feel. And little did I realize that I became the hamster in the wheel, right? I want happiness, I want happiness, but I need the anger to get to do what I need to do because then I, then I will be happy. But then I recreate circumstances and people and anger dialogues within myself constantly. And where did I find myself? Exhausted. Emotionally, physically, and psychologically. And I started suffering from health problems as well. So you see, anger is a very strong emotion, whether it's for men or for women. But I've noticed that it is a lot, it has a more of a harsher effect on women. And I want to dive a little bit deeper into women's roles. And how anger started to come into play. Because anger in women, in most cases, stems from having been in roles that are very masculine. right? So it's almost like being stuck in a state of fight or flight. 
you know, having been challenged with a very strong masculine figure in their life, such as maybe a father figure or even a mother figure that was very masculine, perhaps. And this suppresses a woman's femininity, that softness, that gracefulness, right? Because ultimately, when you treat it in a way where you have to fight all the time, you're going to start to believe that you have to fight for everything that you want. And then when you have that, that when you are in that fighting state, instead of automatically moving away from it, when once you've calmed down, once you've realized the threat's over or that you've accomplished what it is that you wanted to accomplish, you shift your femininity almost like into your masculinity. Because what, what happens here, a lot of women, and this also happened to me, is that you start to associate femininity with masculinity, right? Because it's within that masculine role that you feel that you have power because you feel hurt, you feel listened to when you are angry and when you have to fight for what it is that you want. When you raise your voice, when you demand respect, when you want to be heard, right? So being acknowledged as, and as everything in life has a threshold, right? Us, humans, material, everything has a threshold when it's pushed in within its limits and capacity. And so we do as well. And we also just have a limit and a capacity to cope and deal with suppression, especially anger that's being suppressed. Because remember that anger is now being held there. It's being held in this little archive, this little storage room, just in case we need it. Which means that there's a part that needs to constantly fuel the anger in order for it to stay alive so that we can activate it and react to it whenever we want it and need it. But now that state is incredibly draining. It is draining on your immune system. It's draining on your digestive system. It's draining on your heart as well. And of course, your central nervous system. Now, as, as anyone else, right, we get to a point where you feel like you're running out of emotional resources within yourself to cope with the suppression. Because dealing with it in the past was perhaps not an option. But now it is an option and it is a valid option and also an avenue that can be taken in a way that is now safe and at least safer than what it was in the past. But what I also want to talk about is inherited suppressed pain. And when that also becomes activated, meaning anger problems or patterns maybe from mom or dad, that can also come from your generational history when we face similar emotional stress factors from our relationships and perhaps environmental dynamics that can trigger these old memories, bringing up a surge of strong inherited emotions, including our own emotions being flooded and merged in with that anger. Because your biggest ally is, for example, perhaps if it's a problem for you, it's anger. But now it also becomes your biggest nightmare because it destroys your relationships with yourself, your feminine essence, it destroys your gentleness, self-compassion. Because at the end of the day, when you look at it from a logical perspective, it's all about survival. And I noticed, right, I noticed we survive sometimes when we feel that we, when we can only fight, right? If we don't fight, we don't survive. 
And now here we have this concept of survival, but also as we survive and we want to make progress, it also requires us to change. But if your environment doesn't allow that change, then this new feeling of this pushback, right? This pushback from the anger then gets reignited. But also what can then happen is that you might have a fear of the change that is that you're trying to create. And then sabotaging the potential change by getting angry. Because when there's change coming, we feel scared. And we are biologically designed to fear things that we feel that we don't fully understand. And so this fear can trigger the fight instinct, which causes us to sabotage change. And then we fight against change. But at the same breath, also, what can happen is because of associations that we made with anger and observing and seeing how anger has served other people in accomplishing what they wanted, right? Anger then becomes like a fuel. It's be it becomes like a source that is now being used for us to tap into to create something because we might feel deep down very powerless, very hopeless, or a fear of something that we value being taken away. And instead of risking it being taken away, we fight it and we become protective of that. So anger then becomes the only resort. And it's also, for example, serving as a clear indication of overstepped boundaries. But by the time you're actually angry in this case, right, your boundaries have been overstepped a very long time ago. And you're now angry and you're dealing with a situation that is basically now in damage control mode, right? That's kind of where you're finding yourself when you're angry because of a boundary being overstepped. Now, it also makes it worse, for example, creating pot potential circumstances where there are, say, consequences that will cause you to have to fight even more. Now, I, I just also want, I want to be very clear here about the definition of being a woman. I touched on it briefly in the beginning because it has such a diverse meaning and, and you know ultimately any person could feel anger and this is not about femininity this is about how anger influences your truth and it teaches yourself and your characteristics and your identity as a woman to become harder and harder and stronger which could potentially be moving you away from who and what it is that you really want to be because ultimately there is no clear defined definition of what a woman is or should be. Or ultimately, you know, the final answer will always be what makes you feel like a feminine woman. Whatever femininity means to you. It doesn't just mean makeup, hair, spa, nails. It's got a lot. It's, it goes far beyond that. Femininity is a state. It's not what you do. It's how you feel. And how you feel is unique to you. And so whatever it is, like I said, that makes you feel like a feminine woman. And then that becomes your definition. And the definition might not always fit into another woman's perspective. And here's the, here's the important part. That's okay. It's okay. And I teach this at my, my healing retreats in Bali. Reveal the woman within. I stand very strongly in that. Because at the end of the day, what is important is what makes you feel that you are living a life that is closest to your true, authentic expression as a woman. 
whatever that means to you. And the message there is that as long as it brings you happiness, right, that it makes you free and it makes you feel safe. But I also want to get a little bit back, having said all of that, I also want to get back to the anger topic, right? So being in a state of anger might give you the illusion that you are free, right? Because the anger gives you adrenaline and it gives you cortisol, which then sets off the fight or flight incentive response, which then gives you more confidence than what you normally would have had. But look at the price that you're paying in order to be able to maintain the state of this false or perceived confidence that you have to hold on to. Because let's face it, you're never going to find true happiness if you are always in a state of anger. Because these two are polarities that cancel each other out. Also have a look at, let's just quickly look at our history. In our history, men always used to fight, provide, be the leaders, right? Women used to be the caretakers, the the lovers. They used to be the mothers. They used to be the ones that would heal the broken heart or a wound if if someone got injured. So, and and to, to, to be in that role, requires a tremendous amount of empathy and an ability to emotionally relate, which which means that women in the past were much more connected to their heart center, much more connected to a state of softness and gentleness. So the biological makeup developed in that way and it became used to that biological state that we now define as femininity. So as times have now changed, the roles are starting to change between men and women. And women are now stepping into very masculine roles where they perhaps are not respected, where they're not listened to, where they're not honored in a way that any normal human being should be honored. And so they revert to that fight instinct. They revert to becoming masculine because that is the role that men had in the past and still do. But that's the role that is respected. So in order to get what you want, a lot of women feel that they have to sacrifice who they are to get what they want. But when I look at this, I love this example of Mother Teresa, a very beautiful, graceful, and extremely well-respected woman. But... Let me tell you, that woman had boundaries as well. But she didn't have to be masculine for it either. Also, when you look at, for example, abuse even in the past, even inherited sexual abuse or physical abuse, the coping mechanism for dealing with abuse is often anger. It's having to fight. Because abuse leaves you in such a state of powerlessness, such a place of emotional and intellectual unresourcefulness, that it's like... Any animal, if you push them, you know, hard enough and long enough and and taunt them in the corner, they're going to lash out at some point. Even the cutest little kitten will, will have a lash out, right? They will defend themselves. Humans are the same. And especially for women as well. So if there's abuse trauma, if there's sexual abuse trauma, maybe it didn't happen in your life, but if it happened to your mom, your dad or your ancestors... There is a strong possibility that these memories 
can be triggered in you through your environmental interactions. And when that happens, it can bring up a lot of feelings of powerlessness and helplessness, feeling out of control. And it is in our biological maker, in most cases, to either retreat or to fight. Now, in your case, if you are watching this and you can relate to all this anger that I'm talking about, there's a possibility that there's a part of you that's just learned. I'm not saying that there was abuse. I'm just talking about a coping mechanism that anger has been reverted to as a way to feel safe. Which means there's a big part and wounded aspect of you that might feel so incredibly vulnerable and unsafe in your life. And that then begs the question, what caused that? Because the answer to that needs to be resolved. And then there's a very high chance that you're going to beautifully and fully reconnect to your true sense of self as a woman, whatever the definition means to you. So thank you so much for joining me. And until next time, be the light that you are. Hi guys, thank you for joining me and remember to grab your copy of Metaphysical Anatomy on Amazon 679 Medical Ailments and I also wrote about the psychosomatic root causes of that and I'm spoiling it because I even add a key point for you to start looking at important questions that you can ask yourself to start improving your quality of life and also remember to catch me on Instagram Yvette Rose one with the digit one and Metaphysical Anatomy on our Facebook fan page. Bye guys!